can't ever unsay mean things. But those of us on the receiving end of those, and even if we're the ones that have been on the delivering end, we can acknowledge them. We can make sure that there's an explanation for them, whether we're the one that said them, whether we're the one that received them. And we can accept that and we can go on. And you have to decide, is this worth the trauma, the pain, the frustration, the anger, the upset, whatever emotion you want to put to it, is it worth continuing to deal with? And that's why I encourage you to look at that two-year timeline. It's like, is this situation truly going to matter in two years? Or what's the real problem here? Hey, good evening. Welcome to Old Man Energy. My name is Flint Anderson, and I'm your host. If you join us for the first time, thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy it and find some value. If so, please like it, subscribe, and share with your friends. Let them know that we're out there. That's what makes all of this work. If you are a returning guest, then awesome. Thank you very much for more of your time. We appreciate you guys very much. You guys are what keeps this podcast going and what keeps us running. I want to talk about a little bit of a, maybe a heavier topic tonight, but I want to talk about when we've been hurt. It's not easy. And I'm not talking about, okay, I stubbed my toe or I bumped my head or this or that, but when we've been deeply emotionally hurt by somebody or something in our surroundings, sometimes we can control it, sometimes we can't. But when we're truly emotionally traumatized, that's that's what I want to talk about tonight. This is not an easy subject for me, guys, so I apologize if there's a, some stops and some breakups here. Um, we've got several situations with a family as big as ours. There's not normally going to be a time where everybody's firing on the same cylinders. But one thing I want to talk about is dealing with pain, dealing with emotional trauma. It's one thing that we don't talk about, especially as guys, we don't talk about it a lot. And we don't talk about how to handle it when our wives, our girlfriends, our kids, or significant others have issues with it. And we're just not taught how. It's almost a taboo subject. It's like, okay, well, whenever somebody's hurt, let's just ignore it because it's much easier. The first thing that happens when we're hurt is we lash out. Often we'll get mad about things that don't really have much to do with what we're angry about at the time or what's hurting us, but we're not real sure how to direct that. We don't have a good outlet for it. You know, sometimes it's things that are beyond our control. They're just so insanely frustrating that we can't deal with them. So that emotional outburst has to go somewhere. And unfortunately, often it goes towards the people that we love or the people that are closest to us about seemingly insignificant things. So the first thing that I want you to take away from this is if you're in this position, if you're on the receiving end of this position, I want you to step back. And and, and when you're emotional and you're upset, you can't do that. Do this when you're calm. If you're on the receiving end of this position, stay calm. If somebody's acting out, acting irrationally, way overreacting to something that happened, Stay calm, look at it, so you know, and, and, and what I like to do is ask myself, is this going to matter in two years? And guys, I'm not perfect at this. Um, when we're attacked, when we're lashed out at, the first thing that we do is we react. And while that's not okay, while that's not the right decision, the right thing that we should do, it's normal, it's human. You know, sometimes apologies are in order the next day, sometimes they're not. It's never okay to hurt somebody's feelings, but once you're done, once you're outside of that, once you can think rationally, if you can control your rational thinking the whole time for this, 
that's even more powerful. But if you can't, it's okay once you've calmed down, once you've reached that point of equilibrium to step back and say, okay, is this situation that they're mad about, that I'm mad about now, is it really going to matter in two years? And I want you to answer honestly. And if it's not going to matter in two years, then let it go. Even if the other person doesn't, you won't get your feelings hurt anymore. You won't have that same level of emotional reaction anymore. It will help ground you. You know what? If it will matter in two years, then you need to ask yourself, okay, is it worth this level of anger and expression right now? And if it's not, if it's something you can talk about after both parties have calmed down, then do that. Because at this point, all you're really doing is hurting each other and lashing out is doing no good. Fighting with each other, arguing with each other is doing no good. Do what you need to do to resolve the situation. Don't avoid it. And if you've already negotiated with your significant other terms of engagement, Sometimes they'll work in this situation, depending on the level of emotional hurt that the other person is dealing with, they won't work. You know what? That's okay too, because we're human and we're not perfect. And we are emotional and we do react emotionally. And we have to understand that no matter how awesome the plans are that we've laid out for ourselves and for each other and for our relationships, Sometimes shit's just going to go sideways. Sometimes stuff is just not going to work the way it needs to work. Sometimes we're going to get hurt on such a fundamental and deep level that we just want to make somebody else feel the way that we're feeling. And we don't do this consciously because none of us would ever do this consciously. We would never knowingly hurt another person. But given the opportunity to relieve some of that pressure inside of ourselves and just some of that emotional pain that has no resolution, the primal part of us takes over. Don't blame your spouse for that. Don't look down on your significant other for that. And don't engage and try and hurt them back because they're in pain and they're hurting and lashing out at you. This is not the solution for every argument, but it is the solution for some. And this, this isn't even really an argument because normally it's one-sided. Normally somebody's just hurting so badly that they cannot deal with it and they're having to figure out a way to do it. I don't know what the right answer is long-term. I don't think anybody does, especially when you're being hurt by situations that you cannot control. Sometimes we have to accept that pain. We have to go on, and that's not an easy task. It's real easy to say out loud, but it's not easy to do. It's no easier than choosing to continue to work whenever you're upset. It's no easier than choosing to move forward whenever you've lost something or somebody very significant to you. You have to find a way to deal with it. And anything that you do at that point is just a way to deal with the pain. It's not a way to eliminate it. It's not a way to make it go away. We do our best when we're being rational to not take it out on other people. If we do take it out on other people, then it is what it is. Also, on the other side, you know what? If you've made mistakes, even if the person is overreacting or you feel that they're overreacting or they're reacting out of emotion, something that's way larger, Again, that two-year timeline. Make sure you measure everything against that two-year timeline. If, if it's not going to matter in two years, you know what? You made a mistake. You screwed up. Apologize for it. Don't react emotionally to it. Be sincere. Do, the, do your best to rectify the situation as it is. But respond in kind to the gravity of the situation. You don't have to respond in kind to the outburst or the emotional reaction that you were given. 
leading with love, leading with compassion, especially those that we care about the most. That's the most important thing. We often hurt the people that we're closest to, the people that we care about the most because they're there, because we know that we have that security blanket that they're not going to leave. That doesn't make any sense. And there's no explanation for it. I would love to sit here and give you some clinical explanation. I'm not a psychologist. All I am is somebody who cares deeply for those around him, doesn't ever want to see anybody hurt, never, who wishes that everything could be fixed with a magic wand, that every word could be taken back, that every thing said in anger, that everything done in anger could be undone. But it can't. And we have to deal with it, and that's what makes us human. We have to understand as we move forward together that this is going to happen, and we have to deal with it as we go forward. You can't take it away. You can't ever unsay mean things. But those of us on the receiving end of those, and even if we're the ones that have been on the delivering end, we can acknowledge them. We can make sure that there's an explanation for them whether we're the one that said them, whether we're the one that received them, and we can accept that and we can go on. And you have to decide, is this worth the trauma, the pain, the frustration, the anger, the upset, whatever emotion you want to put to it, is it worth continuing to deal with? And that's why I encourage you to look at that two-year timeline. It's like, is this situation truly going to matter in two years? Or what's the real problem here? And again, you know what, we're all human guys. Sometimes there's no solution. Sometimes we're being impacted and hurt by other people's decisions that we don't have any part of, that we have to accept what's going on, whether we like it or not. And I know that we try and be rational and we try and make good choices and we try and do the right thing all the time. And sometimes people are just going to do things that hurt us. And sometimes people are going to do things irrationally that hurt us because they're hurting themselves. If we try and consider where they're coming from, especially once we've looked at the situation and seen what it is, it allows us to respond with kindness and love and compassion. And I'm going to encourage you one thing, and I'm a fixer, guys. I want to fix things right then. I want to make sure that this shit goes away. And I hate conflict and I hate anger and I hate having situations that are unresolved but you know what sometimes the right answer is just to step back allow the situation to calm down respond with love apologize when necessary and move on be there for the person because you know what the the hurt that that's being caused or that they're experiencing right now they may not be able to express really really well it makes a difference in how you respond and how you react it's not easy but it's very, very powerful. There's a lot of books out there that talk about this, that talk about emotions, that talk about reactions. I don't know, outside of the Stoics, that there's a lot of books that teach guys how to respond to this. But I will tell you for myself, I don't do a great job of it. I usually will, if I'm attacked, I'll lash out, I'll lash back out, just because I, I feel it's so unfair. Most of the time... I've got to come back and apologize. Even if the original act that I'm lashing out against wasn't terrible, but usually what I said or what I did was just mean as hell, and that's not okay. It's never okay to hurt somebody's feelings. It's never okay to try and punish somebody else 
for the way that you're feeling. And if you've done that, it is okay to apologize. It doesn't weaken you in any way. It doesn't weaken you to ask for forgiveness whenever you've hurt somebody else with no purpose. And I'll, I'll go one step further. I don't think it's okay to hurt somebody else on purpose one way or the other. You can be angry with somebody else without hurting them. Dealing with emotions is one of the most complicated things that we have to do in this life. And with no effective teacher, what are we left with? Do you have an effective teacher in the family? Do you have an effective teacher in your friend group? Do you have somebody who can healthy, who can in a healthy way deal with emotions? I hope so. If not, you need to find somebody because they're one of the things that's going to be a constant in your life moving forward. And these emotions that create hurt and anger and are perceived as negative emotions are not necessarily negative emotions. It's only negative if you deal with it in a certain way. So be sure that as often as you can, control yourself. If you've had an emotional outburst, then I want you to run this question by your by yourself as soon as you can, or whether you're on the receiving end or the giving end of it. Is this really going to matter in two years? If it's not, respond accordingly. Whether you were the giver or the receiver, those responses are going to be different, and they're going to be at different times. It's worth it to use this level of emotional intelligence moving forward. And again, guys, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I just know what works for me. Do I do a perfect job at it? Absolutely not. But I'm getting better, and I'm getting better every day. And I'm pretty sure that I will continue to make mistakes and mess this up as I move forward. But you know what? It's always okay to make those mistakes. You can't unsay mean things that have been said, but if you're genuinely regretful and remorseful for them, you can go back and you can apologize. And that apology has meaning as long as you move forward with intent to not do it again. Will you never lose your temper? Absolutely not. If you never lose your temper, then you're lying to somebody because you're going to get angry from time to time. And those interactions are typically less than wonderful. And that's okay. As long as you can acknowledge what's going on, move on, move forward, and continue to grow together. So if you, and if you guys are hurting out there right now in this holiday season, really brings to light a lot of that. We see family we don't see all that often. Sometimes we don't see family that we want to see. It just it, it creates such an emotional pressure cooker that we feel things that we can ignore or safely ignore the rest of the year. Deal with them as you must. It's never okay to put your emotions down, but if you don't have to deal with something immediately, then you're not obligated to deal with it right now while you're dealing with everything else. You can pick that up and deal with it later. Handling our emotions, handling our relationships is vital. And especially during times of stress, it's important that we have those relationships and that we can lean on our spouse, we can lean on our significant other, we can lean on our friends. Whatever your peer group is, wherever your support group is, it's important to be able to lean on them. And they're the first people that we lash out at. It's inevitable. So make sure that you deal with it effectively. Make sure you deal with it with integrity and make sure you deal with it honestly. I love you guys. I hope this helps. If it does, share with your friends. Give this to somebody who needs it this holiday season. Love you guys. Peace.